to Real Raw Radio, sponsored by Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calvin Show. It's 1025 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Did you ever see old, old pictures of ZZ Top when none of them have beards? Yeah, it's really so weird, weird because Billy Gibbons yeah. is like a different human being without right. a beard. Yeah. Like He's a like normal a looking dude. Weird little country guy. Yeah, I and really enjoyed it. And then with the beard, that. he's like this cool city dude. I don't love ZZ Top. I like them, and uh, they. I have heard so many horror stories about how they treat their fans backstage. Like they have a manager that's just the biggest a hole ever. I've heard it from a bunch of different people. Don't look them in the eye, you know that kind of guy. Don't talk. But is to it them. them or is it the manager? No, but you know what? If if he works for you. I'm sure it got back to them. You know what I mean? I'm sure they know people don't like the guy. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, every manager I've ever dealt with or stage manager or anything have been the biggest jackass, and then the band's super cool 90, yep. 99% of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time, you're right. Um, but it just, uh, I don't know, it just turned me off to them altogether. But I watched a documentary, and I really found that to be enjoyable. Oh, yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. I thought that it was um, interesting to see how they started and, and the whole deal, and I, I enjoyed it. By the way, speaking of documentaries, I brought the one up to you the other day. I watched a documentary called Dumb, the uh, making of Big, big Brother magazine, and I never read that. I wasn't a Me skate either. guy, whatever, but it was a big skater magazine, but it had a bunch of other crazy stuff in there. It's an interesting documentary. It's on Hulu. And it's uh, it really shows how jackass, how the guys came together and became something. Because Johnny Knoxville started writing for that magazine, never skated, never did any of that stuff. So he was like, I don't know what to write about. He goes, and his first article for them was the uh, trying out all the different uh, weapons, self-defense weapons, where you got <laughs> pepper spray. And, and Jeff, whatever his name is, who wound up doing jackass directing Jeff that. Jeff Tremaine. Yeah, said, uh, why don't we film this? Like, we should film this. And, you know, they would do a lot of times where they would film stuff and then take still shots from the uh, video and put it in the magazine. Johnny Knoxville shot himself in the chest. Oh, really? With yeah. It. I don't think they showed that on MTV. They showed it in the documentary. So he did the pepper spray. He did the taser where he's holding the American flag. And he goes, dude, and walks and they tase him. But then he said he would shoot himself in the chest. And he went out and bought. He goes, I had to buy my own stuff. He goes, so I had a gun. He goes, I had to buy a a bulletproof vest. And he goes, and I didn't have a lot of money. So I got the cheapest one. He goes, goes, the good ones were like seven or eight hundred dollars. He goes, I think I spent like two hundred on mine. That is not something you want to skimp on. And he's wearing the vest underneath the shirt and has a circle there like drawn with a marker or whatever. And nobody would shoot him. 
So he had to shoot himself, and he's, like, using his thumb on the trigger. Oh, my God. Oh, it's crazy. That's hilarious. Yeah, but it shows how all those guys came together, and Steve-O was in there, and he was like, you know, when Johnny Knoxville did that stuff, he goes, this guy may be more gnarly than I am. I got to up my game and do stuff. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I Yeah, I, I will watch that. I will I'd probably enjoy it. I didn't know anything about it, but when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, I did. Yeah, I just saw yeah. it the other day on uh, Hulu. It came up on the homepage there, and I was like, oh, let me check this out. I watched... 15 seconds of the trailer, and I said, yeah, I'm watching this. I watched a movie the other day that I couldn't stop watching just because there was nothing else on it, but boy, was it awful. What was that? Where Ed Norton played a priest, and uh, Ben Stiller oh, played a rabbi. Yeah, in oh, yeah, Jenna Elfman, and yeah. there's their love interest or whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, was, boy. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> uh Keep the keep the faith. Keeping the faith. Yeah, yeah, is that what it was? Yeah. Ed Norton directed it and produced it. Oh Oh my god, that's your big step into movies. Yeah, I didn't. I just I watched and I was like, I can't shut it off. But Ben Stiller's just an unorthodox uh, rabbi where he gets in there with the people and he preaches the word. (laughs) It made over eight million dollars on the opening weekend. Gross thirty-seven million. If you make eight million dollars in a movie, your <laughs> your DED made seven million. Yeah, no, so <laughs> it's not even, not even close to being good. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Carmen, do you want to try and call Andre Vasilevsky? Sure. Are Matt, you, you nervous? Want... No. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to call? Like, what do you want me to call him? So, what the hell are you asking me? Because you asked, you told me not to call him by his last name. Yeah. So oh. what did I say? You, I can't remember. That's why I'm asking. Franklin. Uh, go with Andre. Andre. Well, I know, but I just didn't know if you wanted me to say his full name. Call him, call him Mr. Keep. Hockey, man. Call him Keep. Go, what's up, Keep? I, I, no. Yeah. I was going to call him Goalie. Hey, champ. No, don't call him Goalie. No, I'm not going to. Be nice to him. Obviously. I want to hear your sweet voice while you're doing it. Call him Skates. <laughs> Are you doing it? Is she doing it? I'm Are you nervous? I dialed. I dialed. What if he goes, hello? I must break you. Uh... <laughs> He must have known he was going to get blown up. You're right, the voicemail? Yeah. Is he on it? No. Hello, you've reached my phone. I don't know what he sounds like. I don't know. If she dies, she dies. Uh-huh. All right, we'll try. He's it. so good, even your calls can't get past him. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for me, folks. Lightning strikes twice. Yeah. I tweeted the other day, uh, how long will it be till people start with a lightning strike twice? Uh. Then a half hour later, I got an email from Budweiser with their lightning strikes twice <laughs> uh-huh. campaign, which works for them. Uh, and then uh, I, I have to tell you, Keith Kate from News Channel 8 uh, annoys me more right? than anyone on television. Right? He's just such a little, oh, I want to use the S word. He's such a little S weasel. He's just such a, you're the, Keith Kate, if you're listening, I normally, I used to crap on uh, t- local news celebrities. Um, because I felt like they deserved it, but then I realized that a lot of them have kids, and I don't want to be like we used to make fun of Susan Lenko all the time, and and uh, then Dave McKay was dating her, and he was like, "Oh, her kids are wonderful." I'm like, oh, I never considered that she had kids. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Keith Kate, I don't care if you have kids or not, you're the worst thing on television. Why? He is the mo- he is the most smarmiest little. Like I don't want to punch a lot of people that I don't know, but I'd like to punch Keith Kate in the face. He's just Aww. a little douchey, douche. Like he's just one of those. He's the last of the old school white guys on TV. You he know uses I mean? every catchphrase oh, that has been around cliche. for three months, and it's on the tail end. Like right now, he's raising the roof. He yeah, oh you know for I mean? sure. He's yeah. doing the dance. He said it last night. I guess Lord Stanley decided he wanted to need he wanted his tan a little no. longer. Oh. 
of a ten. Hey. You are just awful. Mm. Uh-huh. Check out check out the lightning. They got new rings. Look at that bling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. They they had the worst. They were inside and they were over modulating and you couldn't hear them. And then outside was Melanie Michaels and she was surrounded by drunk people. One guy had a hat on that's yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Uh it was great. Um but uh you know she was just in the middle of the crowd. I bet you they were all just getting loaded, which is cool. That's fine with me. But Keith Keith Cade back in the room and he was like, Oh looks like Lord Stanley wanted to keep his tan. Uh. Shut up, you bull headed douchebag. <laughs> Carmen, you should get a bumper sticker that says Ask me about my BH. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, man. All right. Uh, time to check in with Galvin. Here's today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Galvin, you are a more trusted newsman than Kid Kate. Oh, man. Yeah. What do we have in news today? Put a lot on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Man, you want to get out of those skates? Goalie, huh? Hey, skates, you want to take them skates off? <laughs> Slip into some Crocs? Yeah. Make it nice? Go over to Pelts. They've got all the shoes you're looking for. You want some sandals? You want some Crocs? You need some athletic shoes? You need some boots? What are you looking for? What do you want? High heels? I guess they yeah. got oh. sizes that might fit you. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Go in there and check it out. Because Pelt Shoes has the Pelt Shoes experts. They will make sure that you get the perfect fit. When you're in there, make sure you mention my name, Galvin Whisperit. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Oh, you okay, little panda? <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Panda. <laughs> trash panda. Oh, my God. Well, panda. Oh, wow. by the way, today's trash day. I already, uh, oh, already, oh, already, 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 already yeah. go out to the well, curb. We got it. You we, brought it out there already? I bought it. The, the bags are in the cans. We still have to take the cans to the curb. Just just remember. Yeah, just I, I don't know if I believe you. Go ahead, go check. <laughs> Go check. I'll show you my call log. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back-to-back Stanley Cup champs, and they did it in a nine-month span. Tampa Bay defeated the Montreal Canadiens one to nothing to close out the series four to one last night at home, becoming the first team to repeat as champions since the 2016-2017 Pittsburgh Penguins. Goalie skates. Vasilevsky, whatever you want to call him. He won the Conn Smythe Trophy and recorded his fifth straight shutout in the series clinching game. With the Game 5 win, the Lightning improved to 15-0 and immediately following a loss over the past two postseasons in the longest such streak in NHL history. Defeating Montreal is the 15th series win for the Lightning since 2015. In that span, no other team has won more than nine series. Wow. I mean, look, the good thing about it, I don't know how much we're going to disband this team. I don't know who's going to the Kraken, right. who's going where, but free agency and all that. But we're still going to have a solid core of players on this team. Uh, you There's know, a lot of young say, guys, too. Did a they lot of young guys. Yeah. Sure. And, I mean, look at Colton with the only goal last night. You yeah. Know? So who knows what's going what's gonna to happen next year. I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but who's saying we're not going to be great again next year? You know? uh, here is the final call of the game if you want to listen to this. Down for 25 seconds remaining. Here's Suzuki. Puck in behind the Tampa net. McDonough is out of there. Clutches it to the boards. Suzuki takes a hit from Jordan. Down for 15 seconds. Puck pinned to the corner to the right of Vasilevsky. Comes out in front. It is cleared. As Cowboys down here in Tampa. Five seconds remaining. Puck retrieved by Petrie. Lightning strikes twice. No. No. Yeah, that locked and loaded. Stanley Cup. 
Ten to ten. Oh boy. That is the absolute worst <laughs> phrase ever in the history of sport. I mean, it's embarrassing to hear every time. It is so cringeworthy when somebody says, "Lord Stanley needs a towel." I want to just kick oh. you right in the throat. <laughs> it is awful. I do like listen to that audio. The fact that those guys had to win last year in the bubble and then got to win like that. I mean, that's a huge difference. Totally for and, them uh, and for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was great that they. Uh, it was no doubt that Vasilevsky was going to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. And I mean, there were a couple. I mean, Point really led the beginning of the uh, of oh, the yeah. playoffs. He he did great. Um, you know, there were a couple of there were a couple of guys. Kucherov's always good. The, the combo between the two of them is great. Um, you know, but but you knew that Vasilevsky was going to win. And uh, and then when they called um, the whole team out there, I thought that's the way that you should do it. And then let uh, Stamkos take it around first. I, it was good. I really enjoyed. I was happy for them. I was happy that they got redemption from last season with the with nobody there, and certainly great for Tampa Bay Lightning fans to be there. Everybody was there. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. except us. Except us. <laughs> yeah. Brett Michaels was there. So there's nothing official yet, but we're all assuming that the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning will have a parade, being a boat parade. Uh, it's not finalized. The parade will probably take place on Monday. So look for official word today, though. Yeah, Woo-hoo. that's what they that's what they're saying Monday. But I don't know. Anybody look at the weather for Monday? Let me look real quick and see what it says. Joe usually knows. I always look. He can, you tell, do, by his, he can yeah. tell by his bones. <laughs> yeah. That's when I know earthquakes come. Uh, Monday, 40% chance of rain, uh, yeah. high of 90, low of 75. It's going to be uh, you know, 40% chance of rain could mean rough water, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know if that's going to be the best way to do it. I mean, can we not do old-fashioned parades anymore straight down the street? Are we I, not doing that? I guess they're still scared. Of what? COVID. COVID. But last year when they won, they were all drinking out of the cup together. But, and they were it to people. trying to make common Spanish. sense out they of They were on the water, though. That oh. cleans it. Oh, and, sorry. You're but right. also, I like the pro- the boat parades better. Yeah, I like pierogies. Yeah, well, I like, like pierogies, too. But, but I just think, I don't know, it's kind of cool. And it's something that only, like, a few cities can yeah. do. So for Tampa, you know, it's just something different, and it's fun. Like, you know, like when the Bucks won, everybody's like, oh, that's so Tampa, you know, that on the boats, everybody's yeah. partying. So I think they should always do the boat parades. Yeah. We got to get a boat out there. Yeah. I mean, we can get a boat, but who do we, what, what do we want to be on the yeah. water for? I don't know. Drinking. Know. Yeah. Drinking. Drinking on a boat is a lot throw better than it. drinking on land. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Throwing <laughs> trophies, we'll throw some beads. I'd rather go jet ski like Kalorn. Yeah, yeah. zipping around. A pirate, I'm available. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Put the Stanley yeah. Cup on a jet ski and fill it with Miami Vice. We get yeah. some Mike Calta show jet skis, and we all go out there like you know a, a jet ski gang, and we tear it up. Get it no. done, Spanish. Make the phone call. <laughs> okay. Leave yeah. a, a voicemail. I will. You, you know who the big winner was in this in this whole thing? <laughs> Same one as last year is Bud Light, man. Those guys love the Bud Light. Oh, yeah. The Super Bowl guys were all drinking the Bud Light, and uh, even Pat Maroon at the podium was opening Bud Lights last night. <laughs> I, I saw Kucherov. As soon as he walked up, he had no shirt on yeah. at the postgame thing and cracked a beer right as he sat uh, down. He deserved it. Uh, so four suspects connected to the assassination of Haiti's president were killed by police on Wednesday, and another one, another two have been detained. Suspects were foreigners, and Haitian National Police were in the process of determining their nationalities. It comes after the president of Haiti was killed during an attack on, on uh, Wednesday at his private residence. Gee. Ooh. Yeah, well, you know, that's good. No, no sense of bringing him in and questioning him. If you got him, go kill him. No, I know, but how do you get to the president? Of Haiti? Yeah. Well, uh, of anywhere. You, you would knock think... over his hut door. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot him. I don't know, man. Uh, 
Uh, former President Donald Trump is suing Facebook, Twitter, and Google's YouTube over uh, their suspensions of his account after a mob of his supporters attacked the U.S. Capitol in January. Trump filed class action complaints in federal court in Florida, alleging the tech giants are censoring him and other conservatives, a long-running complaint on the right for which uh, there is little evidence uh, the, uh, that uh, the companies deny. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I mean, there's no doubt that uh, that what he's saying is true, which is whether or not it's unconstitutional and whether or not they have the right to, to shut the people out that they don't want in there. And we've mm. talked about this at length, where people right. ended up hating Geo. Yeah. It's a private company. If that's the, what their rules want to be, you have to play by their rules if you want to do it. Nobody's forcing you to be on Facebook. Nobody's forcing you to be here. And if they don't want to give you the... The you know the platform it's, it's on them. Trump's got enough money. I heard a bu- I thought he was doing his own platform. What happened to that? I want to sue Twitter. Not I want to sue them for the blue check mark. Yeah. Not for me. I want him to take it away from people that have three hundred and eighty five followers and have a blue check mark. <laughs> I don't understand that. I'm like who? I don't think that's who the is you. Of- I don't think that's the thing. I don't think it has to do with followers. I think it's just a uh, it's a matter of who's been verified. You know what I mean? It's like who. Who they took the time to verify? Like anybody that's in the uh, in the MLB or the, anything that's got a players association, they've done it through their organizations. They have a liaison that right. they just call. Yeah. But say, there's hey. people that are not anybody. They're you know, yeah. and you're like, what? How you can, you can just go to Twitter and there's a section you can submit to have yourself verified. Yeah, I know some people who did that. Who are right next door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, so when Trump sues, uh, I would imagine that Rudy Giuliani will not be his lawyer. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh, Rudy Giuliani's law license has been suspended in Washington, D.C. after he temporarily lost his license in New York for pushing election lies. And the uh, state system looks further into his case. The appeals court in D.C. said Giuliani would be suspended from working as an attorney in the city, quote, pending outcome of his situation in New York, according to his disciplinary court records. But he's never really, he's not like court lawyer, you know what I mean? He's a lawyer, yes, but he's not like in court like, hey, you're guilty, (laughs) you know. Yeah, a lot. You know, it's interesting. A lot of uh, lawyers that you see, especially TV lawyers, are not trial lawyers. Yeah, they're they're lawyers that are, especially personal injury lawyers, are there for settlements. And then when they have to go to trial, they actually have to go hire a trial lawyer to go fight for you. Mm. Uh, that, that's some of your biggest lawyers on television are in that situation. So, yeah, I don't know why I brought that up, but there you go. <laughs> it's good so information. here is a situation that seems pretty weird, and uh, I don't know whether we'll hear more about this afterwards or what. But can you get in trouble for accidentally kidnapping someone? <laughs> uh, if it's a, if you can prove it was an accident. Carmen's well, like, if you were on a park bench and you told someone. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Well, this may make it a little more clear. Uh, it's not clear what actually happened, but a security camera got it on video. Joe has it for Bone TV. A woman got distracted while she was at a grocery store with her toddler and almost left with somebody else's kid. Uh, She thought she was holding her own daughter, who was dressed in a pink coat and hat, but then another mom ran up and grabbed her and said, that's my daughter. Uh, The girls were around the same age. They were wearing identical coats and hats. Both moms laughed it off, so nobody's in trouble or anything, but the woman was pretty shocked when she realized the kid she was holding was not hers. There it is on video right there. You can see the kids are wearing the exact same thing. Pink, uh, pink coat and like a light blue or gray hat, whatever. But this lady comes up and she's like, uh, "That's mine." 
<laughs> well, yeah. But also, why did she bring her baby to her? She, I, she's not in charge of her baby. She I, didn't know where her baby she was. She didn't want to grab a baby that's not hers. Yeah, yeah. her baby's no, over there. Right. Oh, but I thought the other woman had the... I thought they both had each other's baby. No, no. Uh, just the one had hers. Yeah. And she was like, hey, where's my baby? Oh, that lady has my baby. She went and got it. And she was like, that's my baby. And then she turned around and her baby was like 20 feet away or whatever. The baby thief almost got away with it is what I'm seeing mm-hmm. from this right? video. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's hers. like, yeah, I have a gross baby. Yeah. 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 Well, what if it's like, what's that movie, The Orphan or whatever? Maybe her baby's actually really old and she's like, We're, we got to steal another baby. I stole oh, an yeah. old and person. And then you just run out of the store. Be yeah. like, I'm not even a baby. What's up? <laughs> yeah. My thing is we're all like, oh, then they just laughed it off. Had this been an, uh, a 40-year-old man oh, my God. with a T-shirt on and dirty Shorts, yep. it would have been like, shoot him. Game yeah. over. It's not so funny now, is it? Ugh. A uh, 38-year-old woman named Joanna Gardell of Massachusetts allegedly stole a truck on Tuesday morning. Police- Ironically, she thought it was her truck. It was exactly <laughs> <Yep. that car. laughs> It was paying for the yeah. blue hat on it. Uh, police caught up with her, but she would not pull over, so the chase was on. Joanna started blowing through red lights and driving on the wrong side of the road into oncoming traffic. She crashed into several vehicles, but was still able to get away. The police called off the pursuit for safety reasons. At that point, Joanna did what? What do you do? Okay, you're in a high-speed chase with cops. You're crashing into cars, going the wrong way and doing stuff. You see the cops lay back there like, all right, we're calling this off because of safety reasons. What do you do from there if you're haul Joanna? Ass. You haul ass. Yeah. Okay, anybody else? Yeah, I, I pretend to have been asleep the whole time. Well, what, and then they catch up to you? Oh, you mean I'm still trying to evade? Oh, at that point, yeah, I guess to try to get away. I thought they had caught me already. Sorry. Are you listening to the show? Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. Make a phone call. Uh, at that point, Joanna decided to get herself some McDonald's. It was around 8.45 a.m., so she wanted some breakfast. She wound up hitting the drive-thru. Uh, police weren't actively chasing her, but they did track her down in the drive-thru line. She tried to get away again, but she ended up crashing into a pile of mulch on McDonald's property. <laughs> uh, she was arrested and is facing dozens of charges, including failure to stop for police, leaving the scene of an accident, all kind of different disorderly conduct. Disturbing I actually think that's a great, if, if you go to McDonald's, you get in line, and they pull up next to you, and they're like, Get out of the car, and you're like, what? I'm just getting some McDonald's. And they're yeah. like, yeah, we were chasing you. That wasn't me. <laughs> I was just getting McDonald's. What do you want? Do you, knowing you're going to get caught by the police, do you just buy McDonald's for as many people as you can? Ooh, that sounds You're like, idea. hey, everybody, I got McDonald's. Or do you know you're going to jail for so long, you're like, what am I going to miss the most? McDonald's. Yeah. I'm go get some Reload breakfast up. real quick. Yeah. I saw you guys out there working hard, so I decided yeah. to get some McGriddles <laughs> and coffee. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing Thank a fan. You. Fine Thank job. you for your service. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> uh, did anybody have an Atari growing up? Mike? Did you, you had one? Yeah. I did, yes. Uh, I had in television. Space Invaders, yeah. Defender. Did you ever fall. play the uh, game Air Raid? Maybe. I don't remember it, but It's maybe. pretty rare. Uh, so a very rare Air Raid Atari game was donated to a Goodwill in Texas recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are only 13 known copies of it, and it sold for more than $10,000. Oh. Uh, it's unclear who donated it, but probably some mom whose kid went off to college or whatever and didn't know. No uh, they said the money's going to go to charity since it was you that's know, cool. donated to Goodwill, so they sold it for ten grand, and then that's going to go to charity. But I, I guarantee like the kid wouldn't have even known, or like whoever it was. Like, Would maybe, you know that? Maybe, that there's only 13 uh, no, Maybe, yeah. I mean, you could. He could have no idea, but he could be like, oh, yeah, that's the super rare or whatever, and then he came home and went, Mom! Yeah, where's my air raid? <laughs>
I've been hacked. Uh, I was so mad at my mom when I found out she threw away my original Nintendo console. Mm. Like the original threw Nintendo. Threw it away. Yeah, yeah. For no reason. It still worked. I still had a bunch of old games. The old Zelda I used to have was a gold oh. cartridge. You didn't play it. I, I would I never do that. What a waste of space. No. I, I would never do that to my kids. I would always oh. ask them first. Yeah, I remember uh, Howard used to talk about how one of his cousins or something wrote for Mad Magazine, and he would get him all these Mad Magazines, and Howard uh, went away to college, and his mother gave him away to the kid. Oh. He was like, they're worth so much money, and, and, and she just gave him away to the guy, to the kid down the block that didn't even want him. So according to my dad, that his aunt dated Ty Cobb, the baseball player, right? and uh, he got to meet him, and Ty Cobb gave him a game-used uniform that he had, which my dad, you know, cherished and thought was great and stuff. Well, when my dad went to college, his <gasps> mom, my grandmother, put a bunch of clothes together and gave them to Goodwill oh. or whatever. Oh, Could you imagine how much Ty Cobb used uniform? Game oh, used uniform hey, would be worth his, now. His little old bats are worth so much money. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's crazy. I know. What an evil woman. What an <laughs> evil woman. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know. Oh, she knew. She knew. She, knew. Yeah. she didn't know. Uh, a new worldwide survey asked people if they enjoy gambling. Yes. <laughs> Everyone said yes. A lot. Uh, actually, only 16% of Americans said they really enjoy it. I don't uh, believe that. That's about, yeah, I would think it would be different, Look at too. Vegas. Not, yeah. I don't enjoy gambling. Yeah. <laughs> you don't enjoy well, losing. Yeah. yeah. I never win. I only gamble on the cruise, and I only play roulette. I gamble whenever I can. Well, yeah. that's about one in six people. 16% is uh, five points lower than the global average of 21%. Uh, South Africa may have skewed that stat a bit. 56% of people in South Africa say they love it, oh, love wow. to gamble. <laughs> yeah, and Portugal was next at 31%. Why is it so cold in here today? I don't know, but I got a blanket, I got my thermal socks on, and I should have brought sleeves. Freezing. <laughs> so thank you I'm so literally freezing. Like I'm thinking about wearing your blanket on my uh, lap. You want it, you it's can have so it. It's so cold It's in here. super cold because it's been rainy and cloudy and everything, yeah. so the sun isn't as, you know, out as much. And stuff. I have it set on 74. Like, where is this air coming from? I don't know. And it's freshly washed blanket, too. Or Give Mike your blankie. So you say. Yeah, my blankie, yeah. It's a shawl. <laughs> oh, I know what happened. <laughs> you got thunderstruck. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Keith Cage. That was awesome. I would have been trying to make as many stupid puns. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new poll found most of us opt for convenience uh, when we're looking for gas as opposed to looking for the cheapest gas. I will tell you right now, I'm not Mr. Moneybags or anything like that, but I never look at gas prices. I just go, oh, yeah. I need gas. Here's because a gas station. The yeah. difference is going to be between a cent and a cent and a half. I also yeah, feel the same way. I always feel like everything, every gas station is always the same price anyways. That's when they're like, uh, would you like to join our rewards program? I don't know. What's the benefit? You'll save three cents on every gallon you pump. Mm-hmm. I Cool. So what am I looking at? Eighteen cents through those. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Sam's Club. They're always yes. like ten. Yeah, cents. I go there. I so, do go to Costco uh, with my thing because that's usually considerably lower. But it's it is not convenient. So if I'm not right way. in the area, yeah, uh, you think the, about uh, you spending the money on gas to get there. Yeah. Win Dixie right here used to do a thing where you had the card and they would give you points on gas and do the thing. And I actually did it. I was like, all right, I'll do it, whatever. And I saved like you know you'd you'd fill up your tank and save like three bucks. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I guess that's yeah. something, but it's not like, oh, please let me get that and stuff. Yeah, I never look at the uh, prices. I just go whatever's closest and stuff. It says 
People who uh, did answer, 46% said they would just go to the closest gas station. Uh, people in the western half of the country are more likely to hunt for cheaper gas, uh, probably because gas prices are higher out west. Uh, people in the south and midwest are most likely to hit the first gas station they can find. Yeah, I mean, there are some places where when if you live in a place where it's hard for gas trucks to get to and it's already higher as it is, Based on supply and demand, they'll fluctuate, and that you kind of have to pay attention to. My dad's one of those guys. My dad's not cheap at all, but he'll cross the street to go save a couple cents on gas. I think it's more principal with him than anything else. We talked about this before. I did at the station I used to work for. We did a uh, remote at a brand-new gas station that had, like, a big convenience store, and they had closed down some other ones or something, but they had a bunch of Star Wars merchandise, and they were just giving a bunch of stuff away. Well, then they came out to me, and they go, hey, let everybody know we're dropping gas prices to this amount, whatever it was. And it was like a dollar less than everyone else. People are just flipping over the curb and flying yeah. in. It was unbelievable how many people came to get gas that day. Sure, they think, you know, I mean, if you, I mean, if I'm putting, if I'm filling up the Hummer, I'd save in $30. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, so. it was crazy. I thought for sure we were going to get shut down. They were going to be like, hey, mm-hmm. you're causing a scene. We can't do this. <laughs> Uh, so Joe Exotic, remember him? He's in jail. Uh, he launched a contest called Bachelor King to find his next husband. Uh. Yeah, men over 18 can apply online, and three winners will be chosen to receive a romantic and film for TV getaway with Joe uh, once he is released from oh, prison. Oh, is he in jail? Yeah, he's going to die in jail. You think? I don't know. I don't know how long he's in for. I I think he's in diet. No, but I mean, he's doing bad, and he's got, you know, he's got stuff. Between the animals and all the other stuff (laughs) he's doing, he's got some stuff going on for sure. I will never financially recover from this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike, which Woodstock? You were at 99? Yes. Okay. Because didn't they have like a 2001 or? I was at the second. I was at the most recent one. Yeah. Because there was. There was one. Uh, it was 94 and I 99. I went to 94. I went to 99, I think. Yeah. Uh, 99 well, was the one that got burnt down. Yeah, I definitely was not 94. I was in 99. All right. Well, you may want to look for yourself in this uh, documentary. A documentary Ooh. called Woodstock 99, Peace, Love, and Rage uh, explores what a disaster that festival turned out to be. It hits HBO Max on July 23rd, 22 years after the festival's opening day. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, it was a good time. I mean... You know, we were in an RV and we were parked on like a military base over there or whatever. So I didn't. I I, I more was interested in. I saw Metallica, and I don't know. I remember Andy Dick was there. I'm trying <laughs> to think of what bands I actually went to watch. I went to watch Metallica and the Limp Bizkit thing. I saw. Well, that's what Limp Bizkit got blamed for, like inciting the crowd. They, yeah, but then there was what was the last band that I saw before they started? That, the I fire? believe the last band was either. Red Hot Chili Peppers or Green Day? I think it was, it was Chili Green Peppers. Day. I don't remember, but... When they started um, burning things down. Uh, it says yeah. that Metallica played Rage, Limp Bizkit, Alanis Morissette, Well, Metallica Matthews. was Saturday night. I remember that. They closed the show on Saturday night because that was when the storm was coming. Counting Crows were there. Kid Rock, Tragically Hip. Yeah, it seems like I would have loved it, but um, I'll be honest. I was at the time where I was a producer... And the idea of just getting away and getting sleep for a couple of days was fantastic to me. When everybody, the kids that I was with were out there moshing in the pits. I was out there uh, sleeping in the RV, just happy as can be. I remember that one of the stories being that people were pissed off because they were charging like twenty dollars for bottles of water and oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't see that. I yeah. I remember that too. I I did 
a lot of uh, news reporting while I was there for stations around the country, and people were asking me about that. And I'm like, I don't know, there's water everywhere, and I'm not right. seeing it for 20 bucks, but I get it. There was a lot of it was in a small town, and the town definitely took advantage of having all the people there as you were driving into the the field or Woodstock was. You had to pass right through the middle of town and people were selling stuff outside their house they were making money like people do on parking for game day you know they would there was an opportunity for them to cash in it wasn't about peace and love it was about all these strangers in their yard and they wanted to make some money off it which they were entitled to so that was the only time i I did see a lot of drugs i never saw before man guys uh selling acid and uh all sorts of drugs i never actually saw in person the brown acid Yeah. yeah Um, I now did. they do it with pins. If you go out of music festivals, people will come around with like a big, uh, there's like a big board of pins. Yeah. And some of the different pins will correspond to different drugs because sometimes they'll have like undercover cops walking around. Cops did not care about the drugs. Really? That's yeah. pretty awesome. After after Metallica and the storm was coming in, this guy, he took a metal garbage can, he turned it over, and then he laid all his drugs out on the garbage can. He was like, let's just go. Let's just do it right now. Everything's oh for sale. God. And he sold everything right there. And I'm like, this guy doesn't care at all. Um, it was I'm, its own economy in there. It was, yeah, it was crazy. yeah. Crazy. I took acid for the first time and didn't really feel the effects of it. And then I, I uh, went to see. I went to my first and only rave, where Fatboy Slim was DJing. And, That's pretty uh, awesome. It wasn't awesome until Spice Boy was like, "Wear these candy necklaces." I'm like, "I'm not wearing a candy necklace." He's like, "Just trust me." And then girls started coming and eating the candy off my neck. I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> never goes. I'm, I'm looking at that Saturday lineup, and it was uh, Dave Matthews Band, Alanis Morissette, Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine, and then Metallica closed it out. Yeah. Now, if you ask me now, I would go and see all. I would probably see all those bands. But nah. back then, I was like, no, I don't care. Nah. Um, yeah. I, I, the rave was the best part of the whole thing. Hi, Daddy. Hi, <laughs> Daddy. That's why I got a lot of that. Did you move it? The necklace to lower area to yeah. see if they would eat it. Nah, it re- it was weird. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't even sexual like that. It was just like girls were just being, like, yeah, on drugs. Very, uh, I yeah. very feel affectionate. Like it'd be zombies. No, weird. they just yeah. want to touch you and yes. rub you and kiss you and cuddle. Yes. And... There was a lot of that going on. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so it has been more than three years since CM Punk stepped into a UFC cage. Uh, for the duration of his absence from MMA competition, everyone, Punk included, thought his record stood at no wins with two losses. Turns out that's not the case. Hmm. MMA junkie learned through a Freedom of Information Act request and uh, confirmation from the Illinois Department of uh, Financial and Professional Regulation, Punk's unanimous decision loss to Mike Jackson at UFC 225 has been overturned to a no contest. Why? Because Jackson tested positive for marijuana on fight night. <laughs> yeah, so now he has one loss and one no contest. Congratulations, yep. CM Punk. I, I like CM Punk because I think he was like, this is what I want to do. I've been training. I'm going to do it. I lost twice. I'm done. Yeah, yeah he was like, I gave it a shot, you know. Well, I mean, he got his ass kicked the one time. He did get oh, it. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. bad. Poor Phil. Oh. <laughs> um, <gasps> we have a death. Died? Oh. We haven't had uh, too many deaths lately, right? Not not that have corresponded with points, yeah. no. Uh, I don't know if anybody has points for this. Uh, we'll have to check it out. But actor, director, producer, all-around filmmaker Robert Downey Sr. has died. After yeah. a battle with Parkinson's, he was 85 years old. No, I don't think anybody I don't think anybody knew that Sr. was still alive. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a good life, 85. 85? Yeah, that's a great life. You know who's a senior that I didn't that you never really hear of because of the junior is Harry Connick Sr.? 
Well, yeah. Was he famous? I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but Harry has been making videos with him lately. That guy's like ninety-seven years old, still kicking, still wow. still dancing around and doing stuff. Yeah. I, good life. You would think, I don't know, I always assume, like, people that, uh, you know, Harry Connick Jr. has been famous forever and was, you know, 12 years old making albums and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always assume that their parents are musicians, and that's it, why they get into it. Says his dad is an attorney. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. I assumed his dad was a band leader or something. Right, well. that's what I thought, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. An attorney. He, um... But I liked Harry Connick for uh, a while. Like, uh, my old girlfriend used to work in a, a clothes store in Hyde Park, and they had a CD of his that they would play in there before he was famous. And I was like, this is great, whoever this guy is. And uh, then he blew up with that When Harry Met Sally song. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. But he was uh, he was awesome. I've seen him live, and actually I hung out with him that one time with the Hard Rock, and he hugged me. And That's cool. Yeah, he, he's, he gave me a Spanish hug with a leg wrapped around my waist. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, super nice guy. Yeah. I like him. Have you guys I, seen Harry's uh, wife? Yeah. No. She. I mean, she was she was smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's a model. Pretty, uh, yeah, Jill Goodacre. Goodacre. Right. Yeah. 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 She does yeah. not. Yeah. Uh-oh, what? What do you got? She didn't age well. She didn't yeah. age well. Oh no. She was a beautiful Victoria's Secret supermodel, and yeah. now she looks like a mom. Was she at yeah. one point married to John Cougar? Or no. Oh. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. He was married to... He was married to somebody. Right? And wasn't she a Victoria's Secret model? They've yeah. been married since 1994. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, wow. I mean, she's <laughs> not ugly. She's she just got, not... Well, I mean, it looks I mean, like she got stung by a bunch of bees in this photo. Yeah. 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 It, it, it looks like she's had some bad plastic surgery done. That might be true, too. Yeah. Poor girl. But it's, it, it's worse that he looks so good. That's what I'm saying, because I looked at a picture, and I saw that she was a model, and I was like, okay, she's pretty hot. And then you see, like, recent pictures, and you're like, aw. Yeah. Aw. Aw. What's sad? Love, though. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at old Johnny Cougar. Man, he is, the older he gets, the uh, higher his forehead gets. <laughs> it looks like his head is growing, and that's the only thing. He's an old saddlebag. Yeah, he really is. Well, he bag. smokes every second of his life. Oh, I heard he quit, though. Oh, really? I, I think so. I don't know. I'm trying to find. Uh, he reportedly, ooh, he was dating Christy Brinkley at one point. Uh been dating, dating, dating. Oh, it doesn't say married. He dated Meg Ryan for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I don't know. He he had a he had a Victoria's Secret model that he was dating. I just don't remember. Oh, he name. married fashion model uh, Elaine Irwin. Okay, who is the uh, face of Ralph Lauren? Looks like uh, didn't Christy- have the face of Ralph Lauren. She was. <laughs> <the face. laughs> um, uh, Cindy Crawford was the first model whose name I've ever I ever learned. And that was because a, a friend of mine, a girlfriend of mine that was at my house was dyeing her hair, and Cindy Crawford was on the box, and I was like, who is that? That woman, and I and I cut the picture out, and I hung it in my, on my mirror in my bathroom forever. <laughs> she <laughs> was gorgeous and still is gorgeous. Yeah. Looks yeah. exactly the same. Like, she looks like she has not aged, and her daughter looks exactly like her when she was younger. That's the thing, yeah. man. She's like... What do you think she's thinking when she looks at her daughter? She's like, that's me. You're yeah, just right. watching me happen right in front of me. Isn't she that weird? probably tries to steal her breath every no, night. Listen, <laughs> I, don't think she's, I don't think she's worried about it. Have you seen Cindy Crawford lately? Oh, she's, she's gorgeous. Unbelievable. She's so pretty. Yeah. Unbelievable. I used to always love uh, Christy Turlington. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, Remember when the models were like a big thing? It became a huge thing. And yeah. then uh, George Michael put them all in the video. That was mm. a great video. <laughs> Remember when you used to... 
Were we cutting out there for a second? Or was yeah, I yawning? Yeah. Can you tell what happened? No, <laughs> I, I, it sounded like you were yawning. <laughs> um, yeah, then we remember the 90s when we used to be able to objectify women. And it was cool. Yeah. Uh, we ruined that. Good old days. Wow. Way to go. Wait a second. Thanks, Carmen. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I'm glad it's changed. <laughs> yeah, not with Boo. <laughs> uh, Carmen, I got some sad news for you. White Snake has announced their first oh, no. dates of their farewell tour. Oh, come on. Uh, White Snake's wrapping it up. Uh, the first two dates announced are in Spain. So I'm sure Carmen will let us know in the other days. Thank you, Carmen. I will not be yeah, you appreciate you. on top of that. Here you go again on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I love White Snake. White Snake has a lot of great songs and great musicians in the band, like, throughout the years. One of the best voices, speaking voices ever, David Coverdale. He was the first uh, celebrity that gave me, like, a liner for the show when I was doing Overnights mm-hmm. on the station up in Fort Walton. And uh, I was thrilled with that. I must have played it every other song. Oh, yeah. Because I called it the big overnight show because that's what it, the, it was on from like midnight to five in the morning. And he goes, this is David Coverdale. And you're listening to Galvin on the big overnight show. And oh. I was like, oh, <laughs> David Coverdale, you're yeah. so cool. Like, I've made it. Yeah. I, I remember the first time I ever had a sweeper where an announcer yeah. had said my name in it. Oh my God! I must have played it a thousand times. <laughs> yeah, I, I must have. Play, it, yeah, I was like, Larry, listen to me. It's fantastic. I'm such a douche. I think I had it on my MySpace page. Is where like the audio. Oh, really? oh. Yeah, you, you'd go to my MySpace page. And I think I had it on there. Why not? So my favorite ever was there was when I was on Q105 when it was a country station. It was me and AW in the morning, right? And it was awful. It was everything about it was awful. A.W. didn't belong on a country station there. I didn't belong on a country station. But we had a pretty decent uh, show together. And they were like, listen, we're going to blow up this signal. And it's going to be Howard Stern in the morning, you and A.W. in middays, Opie and Anthony in the afternoon, and Ron and Fez at night. Would have been the greatest station ever. It, it was bone before bone is what it would have been. Howard had not been on the market ever before that. Uh, Opie and Anthony were huge in New York at the time. And Ron and Fez were just getting there, but they were from here. So it would have been great to have Ron and Fez back on in the Tampa Bay market. And it was all set to go. And then Will, the production guy, called me in and he's like, hey, you want to hear something? And I said, yeah. And he and because only a few people knew about it. And he played the the, um, the whole, it was like a probably like a four-minute sweeper of the change of the radio station. I think I have it somewhere. It was like things are changing, you know, and all the noises would come out. And then when it broke it down, it was like Howard Stern. And and it went through the whole lineup, and I was it was the best ever mm. to hear my name in there with all those shows, you know. Right. And I was like, this is not, I was like 28 at the time. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then uh, we were all set to go, and then corporate nixed it. They were like, uh-huh. yeah, but the best is it kicked them right in the ass. So in, like, August, they nixed it. They were like, it's fine. I mean, for weeks they were planning and doing all that stuff. Then they said it's not going to happen. And then uh, two weeks later, 9-11 happened. We would have had 75% of the shows live from New York at the yeah. time. It would have been the it would have been the bump that you wish you could have had without design. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, everybody would have been listening to the station just because they were coming in from New York. Plus, right. a, lot, a lot of stations stopped playing music for a while. We're oh, just yeah. doing yeah. wall-to-wall we they were you know, CNN. Talking. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We switched over to CNN, and that's all we played. And uh, I remember walking into my uh, boss, Eric Logan's office at the time, and saying, well, what's the deal here? And I go, when are we going back on the air? And he goes, we're not going to go on and be funny until 
the late night talk show hosts do. When Letterman comes back and, and those guys, that's when we'll go back. I'll look, all right. I used to get up and go to work every day and just sit there and do nothing, just I, listen to CNN. Even Howard's uh, nine, like the show, the morning nine eleven, is replayed all the time. Well, because, like yeah, he big, was there and he was live. Yeah, and that was a big deal. I, I it was still one of the worst days ever for me because I, you know, I had all my friends there and all this stuff, and I had to make sure everybody was accounted for and watching it happen. And uh, the plane crashed, and we were like, "Oh my god!" and you know, I, I was like, well, you know, this happened before. I remember the stories of a plane hitting the uh, Empire State Building. I don't know what's going on and blah, blah, blah. Then the second plane crashed. You were like, okay, now we know we're under attack and carrying on. And then uh, it was like 9.50 and EW goes, well, that's that. We'll see you tomorrow. And I go, what? I go, we can't. Do it. Yeah. He literally said, well, I guess that's that. <laughs> that's that. Nice guy. Just did, I think you just didn't want to do it anymore, you know? Uh, so finally in news, Halsey, you're a fan of Halsey, right, Mike? Oh, like I would lick her bald head. <laughs> well, you may want to lick more after you see this new album cover. Yeah. Uh, it features her sitting on a throne, bearing one breast, and holding a baby. Uh, Joe has it up on Bone TV there, if you can look. Oh, we just had something happen. There was, like, a power outage. Yeah. Uh-oh. I see it. Oh, man. I see the see it? So uh, this is from her Instagram. So now you're allowed to show boobs on Instagram? Well, apparently you are if uh, you say the image is to fight the stigma of breastfeeding oh, okay. and, quote, oh. celebrate pregnant and postpartum bodies. Carmen, you know what you're doing oh, yeah. today. Wait, what? <laughs> we she has find- a boob out we on Instagram. I know, and I don't have a baby. I'm not doing this. That's no, not her you're baby. Not, it's not her baby. You just need to do it for women everywhere. Just grab a baby. Yeah. Apparently, you can get them from the grocery you, store. No, but Halsey, had, Halsey just had a baby. Yeah. Oh, she oh, did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's not her baby. No. Well, That's, I don't know. So, Carmen, yeah. just use Joe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> I don't like he'll this sing either. songs yeah. from the 60s to you. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the double standards, but I do like the double standards. Yeah, well, I, don't. I don't get it, but whatever. Who cares? What double standards? You guys can show your nipples no, on No, no, but you can't. Like, right. Girls can't yeah. normally okay. show stuff, and she fucked yeah. the boob out. Sarah Cheeky has to cover up her nips with uh, with small pieces of uh, fabric. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What celebrates... Uh, although I, I got to tell you that one picture I put up of Nicole Laurel where she has side boob, I thought they were going to take that down. Well, I'm glad they didn't. You could see a little discoloration from mm. the areola. Let's mm. go progressives. Let's do it. Mm. Yeah. I do everything I do for women and babies. That's right. Yes. That's absolutely. I find pregnant women, I don't mean sexually, I just mean beauty. I find pregnant women to be beautiful. I'm not grossed out by it. I, I, when I look at a woman who's gained a bunch of weight because she's pregnant, I still think they're beautiful. I don't know. I do. I really what do. What a good person you are. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've watched pregnant girl porn before. I'm not going yeah, to lie about that. It, just, yeah. it, it is like I'll tell you when I'm grossed out by something that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't gross me out. I don't know why. They have a little extra glow it, from it, all it, those whatever. extra hormones. It definitely is a glow. Um, I, that's how my father... That's how my father knew that my, my wife was pregnant. No, I don't think they glowed. Um, uh, my wife took a pregnancy test and it said no. And my father took me aside and he goes, your wife's pregnant. And I go, we just took the test and said no. He goes, listen to me. She's got a glow about her. Something's going on. She's pregnant. It turned out he was right. Mm. Test was wrong. My father was right. Wow. Tom Calta, pregnancy tester. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Baby maker. Yeah. Oh. How do you like that? Uh, that is it for news. Uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Mike Olivero and my brother and uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, my niece passed away uh, last weekend, and they did a nice little thing on the scoreboard last night. 
And I felt it was important to say that because everybody keeps giving me all the credit for it. I did nothing uh, for it. Um, uh, my brother and Mike Olivero talked to somebody at the Lightning, and they put it up last night. Oh, I that's that. nice. It was very classy and very nice of them, and I wanted to say thank you. And also, again, a big congratulations to them for uh, their back-to-back win. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, uh, Bob Saget will join us at 8.30 this morning. We'll talk to him about his show, which is next Friday, I believe, at the uh, Capitol Theater in Clearwater. Bob Saget, you know him, of course, from Full House and the video show and all that, but he is one hell of a funny comedian. Dirty and funny, and uh, if you haven't seen him do comedy and you only know him from television, do yourself a favor and go see him. He is a very funny man. Uh, we'll talk to Bob Saget at 8.30. It's the